Let's talk about ways that you can increase your productivity. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Having your voiceover demos easily playable and downloadable on your website is essential. The Voice Sam Player lets you do that across any device and browser. There are also options for adding play buttons in your email signature, tracking your listens, and even putting videos in your demo player. Sign up now at voicesam.com slash markscott and receive an instant $25 credit. For full details and to claim this offer, visit voicesam.com slash markscott. The VOpreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original everyday VOpreneur. Hello and welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. I'm Mark Scott, the original Everyday VOpreneur. Are you ready for some more actionable, practical advice? Because I am ready to give you some. Just before we get into this week's episode, I do want to remind you that you can listen to the podcast wherever fine podcasts are given away for free, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify. I mean, you name it, you can find it. The archives, though, are also fully available at VOpreneur.com, and that means that there are 160 episodes, fully searchable, all designed to give you advice on the business and marketing side of voiceover. And again, you can check those out at VOpreneur.com. So one of the questions that I get asked all the time is, how the heck do you manage to do everything that you do on a given week? And the answer is, sometimes I don't actually know how I manage to get everything done that I do on any given week. Between video tips and podcasts and maintaining Facebook groups and keeping people updated on social media, reaching out to new clients, booking voiceovers, doing coaching sessions, all of these different things that I've got going on. Sometimes it really is hard to get everything done. But over the years, I have obviously figured out some systems that help me to be a little bit more productive. And so I thought for this episode, I'd share a couple of those tips with you, things that I think that you can implement into your daily schedule that are going to help you to get things done, help you to be more productive, help you to stay on task. So I've got five things that I want to share with you and then a bonus item just for fun. So first up on the list, focus on a single task at a time. Now, I know that multitasking is the thing. I know that that's like the cool thing to do, and I know that it is easier than ever to do, or at least easier than ever to feel like you're doing, because we have so many different devices now. You could literally be working on something on a computer, working on something on a tablet, working on something on an iPhone, all at the same time. Maybe you've got more than one screen set up on your computer, which means that you maybe have two different pieces of software that you're working on at the same time. Uh, show of hands, who has 27 different tabs open in their browser at any given moment, and you're constantly bouncing back and forth between all the tabs in the browser? It's okay. I see, I see that hand. I, I, my hand is raised too, right? It, it seems like it's easy to multitask because we have all this technology all of these devices, all of these systems that allow us to pull our attention in multiple directions at the same time. But the older that I get, and maybe this is it, maybe it's because I'm getting older, I don't know. I'm just not convinced that multitasking is the way to go. I'm not convinced that it makes me 
any more productive. In fact, the more that I think about it and the more that I reflect on how I work, the more that I feel like when I try to multitask, I'm actually less productive. And so single tasking is actually one of the biggest parts of my schedule and plotting out my day so that at any given moment, whatever I'm working on, that's the only thing that I'm working on. Now, I might have multiple blocks throughout my day so that I'm always changing tasks, but whatever the task is in that moment, that's the one thing. That's the single task that I am focusing on and working to get completed. By forcing our brains to try and multitask, it actually leaves us mentally exhausted. This is true. And if you've ever felt burned out from trying to do too many things, this explains why that's happening to you. It also depletes our attention, which, I mean, let's be honest, we already don't have an attention span anymore because of technology and the devices that we keep and all of that. And as far as I'm concerned, it actually harms, not helps, your productivity. So as much as you think that by doing six things at once, you can get more things done, the reality is it's probably taking you longer to do those six things than if you had just done them one at a time, and you're probably feeling more tired at the end of it. So you're better off to just try and single task. Set time blocks in your day, whether it's an hour, a half an hour, maybe it's two hours or three hours if you've got a bigger thing that you're working on, but just make sure that that one thing is the only thing that you are focusing on in that given time. And that leads us to the second thing on the list, which is turning off your push notifications. Every time your device dings, rings, or vibrates, your focus is broken and your attention shifts. If you have ever been in a state of deep work, which, by the way, great book, everybody should read it. So you're, you're focused on a single task and you're just immersed in it, right? You are being so productive, you're, you've lost track of time, nothing else in the world seems to impact you because you are just drilled down and focused on this thing that you're working on. And then all of a sudden you get an email notification and it breaks that focus. That really messes you up, right? That really pulls your attention span away. And this is costing you more time than you want to admit or than you realize. What do I mean by that? Well, research shows that it takes 23 minutes on average to get yourself back on track after you've been sidetracked. So if you have worked yourself into a state of deep work or worked yourself into a state of complete focus, you're singular tasking, you're doing the thing, and then you get that notification, basically you just lost 23 minutes because now, actually really you've lost more than 23 minutes because first you're going to deal with the notification and then it's 23 minutes after that to get yourself back into the groove. And this is why push notifications are of the devil. This is my personal opinion. I used to think the push notifications were great and I had push notifications turned on for absolutely everything because I wanted to always be in the moment. I I always wanted to make sure that I was on top of things. You know, I want to be the first to respond, all that sort of stuff. And then I realized how much it was killing my productivity. And so I have turned off push notifications completely on my iPad. When I'm using my iPad, it is either for reading. I use my Kindle app and I read books. I read a couple hours every day. And I also use my iPad for taking notes. When I'm in my coaching sessions, I use an iPad and an Apple Pencil to, to write notes. And so because when I'm reading or when I'm writing notes, I want to be focused on what I'm doing, there are no push notifications at all turned on on my iPad. 
That device is meant for productivity. That's what I'm using it for. I'm not going to get a Twitter notification, an email notification, a Facebook notification, a weather notification, a news alert, a stock alert, whatever. Nothing. Nothing on my iPad. Now, on my iMac, which is my main office computer, this is the computer that I use in my studio, the only push notifications that I receive on that are calendar notifications because I don't want to miss an appointment, right? If I've got coaching sessions scheduled throughout the day, I never want to miss one. But I have gotten into the habit of silencing all of the notifications on my iMac because same thing, I would get going on something and then I would get that notification, which nine out of 10 times really isn't so urgent that it needs to be dealt with immediately. And it would distract me. Remember, 23 minutes to get yourself back on track. So on my iMac, it's only calendar notifications. Now, I do receive social media notifications and email notifications on my iPhone, but when I am working in a particular time block, so let's say that I've got an hour set out that I'm working on one of my courses or something like that, or when I go into a coaching session and I've got a 60-minute coaching session, my iPhone goes into Do Not Disturb, so nothing's coming through on it anyway. And all of this has been designed to help keep me focused. And I think that's actually one of the reasons why I really appreciate in the last uh, iOS update, they renamed the do not disturb thing to focus. It allows you to create focuses. I get it now. I get how bad all of those push notifications were, which is why I've turned most of them off and created different focuses so that I can do just that. Stay focused. Turn off your push notifications. I want to remind you that it was not that long ago that we lived in a world without social media and email and mobile phones and humanity survived and thrived and commerce occurred. Businesses grew, right? We, we managed to get through this. If you don't answer an email notification 30 seconds after the email comes in, it's going to be okay. If you don't answer a Facebook notification for an hour, it's going to be okay. And I think sometimes we have to remind ourselves of that because the push notifications and the constant always on nature of having your phone in your pocket or having your Apple watch or your tablet or whatever it is that you've got going on, it makes us feel like we have to always respond instantaneously. Sometimes we need to just remind ourselves that it's okay. Chances are nothing catastrophic or world ending is going to happen if we put our phones into do not disturb, if we turn off our push notifications and we allow ourselves windows of time to just be productive. Give yourself permission to give yourself windows of time to just be productive. If I didn't do that, like that one thing alone is probably one of the greatest contributing factors to my ability to get things done every day and to do as much as I do. Now, the third one on the list is prioritizing your task list. It is really easy to create a task list with a hundred different things that we think are important. A hundred different things that we know that we need to get done. I got to get these auditions submitted. I got to answer these emails. I got to follow up with these prospects. I got to send emails to these new clients. I've got to get a post for Twitter, a post for LinkedIn, a post for Facebook, a post for Instagram. Got to create a new video. Got to do a new podcast. I'm working on a blog for this. I'm doing a thing for that. I'm, you know what I mean? Like before long, we've got a hundred different things on our task list and Without taking the time to look over it, we just assume that they are all of equal importance because, hey, they're on the task list, so they've got to get done, right? Not so much. Creating the task list is only the first part of the job. How you prioritize that task list is going to determine how productive you ultimately are. 
I think that you need to limit yourself to no more than three to five tasks per day. Now you say, I got a hundred different things I got to get done. That's fine. But if you try to get done 20 of them in a day, it's probably not going to happen anyway. You're going to get some of them done. They're not going to be done as well because you weren't fully focused, right? And so I think if you limit yourself to three to five priority tasks per day, this is what you're working on today. This is what I need to get done today. These are the most important things. And then, hey, if you focus in on those things and get them done and you still have time left at the end of the day, there's nothing to say you can't keep working on something else, but you want to be able to give yourself permission to just focus in on those few things that need to be done each day, right? I have certain things that are in my calendar that are non-negotiable for me because these tasks need to get done on these days. And so I think that becomes part of it. Taking those hundred things that are on your to-do list and prioritizing them based on when they're due, based on the impact that they have on your business, right? There are things that are, they would be nice to get done, but they're not specifically must get done. For example, there are things that are going to lead to revenue for your business. There are things that are going to lead to just, you know, awareness for your business. And those two things aren't equal. And so trying to determine what your priorities truly are, sit down and write a number beside them. When you force yourself to go through that, when you force yourself to do that task, you start to realize, okay, you know what? Not everything is a priority. Not everything needs to get done today. Half the stuff that's on this list probably doesn't even need to be on this list, right? I just put it there so that I could feel like I was busy, so that I could feel like I was doing things, so that I could feel like I'm getting a lot of work done. And it's all just an illusion because it actually keeps you from getting real work done. Sit down and prioritize your task list. No more than three to five priority tasks each day. Get one checked off. Move on to the next. Singular focus. This is so important. Not everything is a priority. Next up on the list, what do I need to do tomorrow? Now, when you're working with purpose and you're working from a prioritized task list, you're already going to be more productive right out of the gate. But I also understand that sometimes life happens. I can make schedules weeks in advance. Sometimes my schedule, I've got stuff on my schedule that is already booked months in advance. But I can't predict what the future is going to hold. And so prime example, I was supposed to go into the studio to record this podcast this morning, and then we ended up having to take Kaylee to the optometrist. Okay, well, you know, now no matter how organized my schedule is and how prioritized my task list is, Taking my baby to the optometrist is more important, so things have to be able to shift. So when you are working on that task list and you have your schedule laid out for the day, you've got to be willing to give yourself a little bit of grace because sometimes life happens and things don't always go as planned. That unexpected booking, the urgent audition from your agent, the optometrist appointment for your baby. So what you have to do is at the end of each workday, Take stock of what you got crossed off and what you didn't and figure out where you need to start tomorrow. So if there was a priority task that didn't get done today because a monster e-learning job came in and that ended up taking your entire afternoon, that gets moved to tomorrow's list. Everything might have to get bumped ahead, but if it was a priority today, I'm guessing it's still going to be a priority tomorrow. So spending each day, just giving yourself a few minutes at the end of each day to look back and say, okay, here's what I got done. Here's what I didn't. Here's what needs to go to tomorrow. Now, I'm saying give yourself grace for those moments when life happens, when the unexpected things that creep up on your schedule, 
What I am not saying is give yourself permission to keep procrastinating because those are two very different things. And if there's something on your task list that is consistently getting bumped to the next day, to the next day, to the next day, to the next day, that's a symptom of a greater problem. Now, either you are putting something on your task list that isn't a priority, or you are intentionally avoiding something on your task list that probably needs to be a priority, in which case you're going to have to figure that out and come up with a solution as well. But I always like to try to figure out what didn't get done today, so where do I need to start tomorrow? The other thing that I think is absolutely beneficial to your productivity. And and this is number five on the list. And this one's going to sound a little bit weird. I think that it is absolutely essential to take time out each week for you. That doesn't mean that you book time off every week, although I suppose if it was necessary, but it's more about building white space into your schedule that allows you to do some of those other things. I used to feel really guilty when I would sit down and read because I felt like this is not productive, right? This is not something that is growing my business. I could take this hour that I'm going to read and I should be devoting that towards sending a couple extra marketing emails or coming up with an extra social media post or working on a new video or plotting out a new podcast or something like that. But what I came to realize was the more that I read, the easier some of those other things became because I was constantly growing and improving myself. I was learning new things. And so that was a mindset shift that had to take, that had to take place. And so sometimes In the middle of the workday, you'll see me post a picture on Instagram sitting in a chair by the fire in my backyard with a book reading, and I don't feel guilty about that anymore because honestly, it's one of the best things that I can do for my business. I'm very intentional about blocking time into my calendar to go for daily walks. And sometimes I go on those walks and I just walk in complete silence. Sometimes I go on those walks and I listen to a podcast. But that time, that that white space that is built into my schedule is essential to my productivity. You can be the most focused, determined, hardest hustling individual in the world. But if you do not give yourself a break, you are going to burn out. If you do not give yourself time to breathe, time to think, eventually the creativity dries up. And so sometimes the most productive thing that you can do for your business is nothing. Or maybe it's reading that book, going for that walk, watching that course that you paid for six months ago, but you've never actually got through the video on, taking time to brainstorm some content strategies or coming up with some new goals and new ideas for your business. Maybe it's just allowing yourself to think. Maybe it's allowing yourself time to meditate. Maybe it's allowing yourself time to do absolutely nothing. Maybe it's a 15-minute window. Maybe it's a 30-minute window. Maybe every once in a while it's an afternoon. But giving yourself white space built into your schedule where you can't be booked, where you don't have to worry about doing an audition, where you're not going to be working on your marketing emails, where you're not going to be thinking about social media, where your, your phone is not even with you. Just quiet time, I think, is so important. And I'll tell you one of the other things as an extension of this, one of the smartest things I ever started doing for my business, and I started doing this a number of years ago, was taking time off twice a year to make plans for my year. Now, I used to start out with a weekend. 
I used to go away for a weekend. First it was one night, then it was two nights, then sometimes I'd make it three nights, you know, as my business grew and I had a little bit more money in my pocket. I would book a hotel, I'd take off for a weekend, and I'd sit down and start to dream about where am I going in the next six months? You know, where do I want to go in the next year? What are what are big goals that are five-year goals? And I'd take time to think about those things and and take time to reflect back on the previous couple months and am I on track? Am I where I need to be? That was one of the best things that I ever did for my business. Now I'm at a point where that becomes, it's basically two weeks out of the year where I go and I check into a hotel and I sit there with a flip chart. Man, I love my flip chart. And I start brainstorming out ideas for the podcast or brainstorming out ideas for a new course or brainstorming out ideas for a marketing campaign that I want to run for my voiceover business. I, I sit down and I look at how my year is going to date. I, I think about how I'm going to course correct for my year going forward. Building that white space into my calendar where I can't be booked, where I can't be reached, where I'm not doing anything. I got no other priorities. It's just me and my ideas and my business. It's a beautiful thing. And I would really encourage you to try to put time like that in your calendar as well. Like I said, in the beginning, I couldn't do a week, but I could do a night. And I built up. And it was one of the smartest things that I did. And here's another, you know, not a financial expert, not financial advice, but generally speaking, when you do stuff like this, you can write it off as a business expense if you're, you know, if you're going away for work. So something else to think about. So there you go. How do I get everything done every week that I have to do? And I got a lot to do. Focus on a single task at a time. Get those push notifications turned off. Prioritize your task list. End each day asking yourself, what do I need to do tomorrow? Where do I start tomorrow? And make sure that you're booking a little bit of white space into your schedule every week just to give yourself an opportunity to breathe and to reset. Now, I said I was going to give you five plus a bonus. Here's the bonus. Reflect on your progress. Reflect on your progress. When you have a task list, it's really easy to just check off a task and be like, okay, got that one done check next, check next, getting things done, crossing off the list, yay me, pat myself on the back. But I also want you to take time not just to reflect on each thing that you got crossed off this week and and reflecting the progress that you've made this week, but I want you to zoom out. I want you to zoom out to the macro and look at how much progress you've made this month, how much progress you've made this quarter, how much progress you've made this year. Right? It's really easy to pat yourself on the back and say, Yay, I sent 10 marketing emails today and I sent 10 marketing emails yesterday. But it's six months in. If you sit down and you look at that and you've been doing it consistently, you've sent hundreds of emails. That's huge. So make sure that you are celebrating your progress along the way, that you are giving credit where it is due. I'm doing the things that I said I was going to do. I I built that social media following. I've been consistent with my posts on LinkedIn. I've got those marketing emails going out. I've managed to update every single follow-up in my database or in my CRM. I've contacted and, and started relationships with this many number of new clients, or I'm maintaining relationships with this many clients, or I got signed by that new agent. Whatever it is, whatever the goals are that you're working towards, don't just celebrate the day-to-day, week-to-week. Make sure that you are zooming out every once in a while and reflecting on the progress as a whole. Because when you do that, you realize that you've come a lot further than you probably originally realized. And that can be incredibly motivating. The other thing is when you take time to reflect, 
it can also help you identify opportunities to increase efficiency. The more tasks that you've completed, it stands to reason that as you've built those reps, right, as you've developed habits, you're going to find ways that you can do things quicker. And saving 10 seconds here and 15 seconds there doesn't seem like a lot. You know, a minute here, a minute there, 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there doesn't seem like a lot. Add that up over the course of the year. We're talking about a whole lot more time that you've got to do the things that you want to do, to do the things that you enjoy doing. So always make sure that you are taking time to reflect on your progress, not just for the day, not just for the week, but zooming out to the quarter to the year on the whole. Your business has probably come further than you realize. We've got a lot of things that we have to do when we are a veopreneur, right? We are every department in the business. We are the sales department, the marketing department, the social media department, the customer service department. We're the financial department. We're the production department. We're the casting department, right? We're all of these things, and it can feel very overwhelming. But when you learn how to break things down, take big tasks, make them into small tasks, prioritize out your task list and break that down over the course of a week or over days, setting some time blocks, removing distractions, you'd actually be surprised how much you can get done. So as we wrap, I got one question I want to ask you. What is your favorite productivity hack? Would you share that in a video in your Instagram stories, make a reel on it and make sure that you tag me so that I can see it and so that I can share it with my audience as well. So let me know what your number one productivity hack is and tag me on Instagram at Mark Scott and I'll put it in the show notes. I'm looking forward to hearing from you and looking forward to learning from you and sharing it with everybody else as well. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you on the next one. The Everyday Veopreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Having your voiceover demos easily playable and downloadable on your website is essential. The VoiceAm player lets you do that across any device and browser. There are also options for adding play buttons in your email signature, tracking your listens, and even putting videos in your demo player. Sign up now at voicesam.com slash markscott and receive an instant $25 credit. For full details and to claim this offer, visit voicesam.com slash markscott. And scene. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more Vopreneur goodness? Jump online at vopreneur.com.